When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Jewelry isn't a gift you give just once. It's a way to remind your loved one of a beautiful moment every time they see it. Blue Nile can help you find the gift that says how you feel and says it beautifully with expert guidance and a wide assortment of jewelry of the highest quality at the best price. Go to BlueNile.com and experience the convenience of shopping Blue Nile, the original online jeweler since 1999. That's BlueNile.com to find the perfect jewelry gift for any occasion. BlueNile.com. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Welcome back for another video. We've got a lot of wildcards active in the Experts League this week, so we've got lots to discuss. As always, we're going to run through their top transfers in and out, the experts' captaincy percentages, the experts' team and more. This is the most powerful data available from FPL managers, so make sure you subscribe and to not miss out. So we've got a tie at the top of the Experts League. James and Alex both tied on 478 points, both ranked 20k. It was a low-scoring gimmick 7. Well done if you were able to beat the Experts League average of 47. It was a week where a lot went wrong. There was own goals, blanks from Man United, and Bumo, Sterling, Matoma, etc. As a consequence, the Experts average was actually lower than the overall average. Will they bounce back this week? They're certainly spending transfers with that intention. Only 4% are rolling this week. 28% are spending one transfer, and again 28% spending two. 7% are making three moves this week. A lot of hits, 19% taking a minus 4, 2% are taking a minus 8. So if it's needed, don't be afraid to take a hit if it makes sense in your team. More notably, a third of the experts have got their wildcard active this week. We've got a wildcard team from a top manager looking for his fourth top 10k in a row to run through later. With that all in mind, here's their top transfers this week. Exactly a half of the experts are bringing Sun in. Captaincy is really interesting this week, which we'll dig into later in the video. Sun, Salah, Madison and Haaland, all reasonable captains this week. In case you missed it, we also added a fixture ticket tool to my website, fbuild.page, that lets you sort by difficulty. Here's how the next five gamings look, from easiest to hardest. Villa, Spurs and Liverpool top, and as such, they're loading up on assets from these teams. Cash, Madison, Watkins, Salah, Porro, Diaby and Adogi. fpl.page if you want to play around with the tools, it's all free to use. So if we compare Adogi and Poro, there's a nice graphic from FPL Radar here, which shows that Poro has put up the superior numbers, he's better for XG, key passes, passes into the box and BPS. If you're in a stooping and owner, and you don't need the 0.2 mil, Poro perhaps the better pick, his underlying numbers certainly suggest so. Last season, Poro only played 15 times, so it's a smaller sample size, but in those 15, he went toe-to-toe -to -toe with Trippier and Alexander-Arnold for minutes per expected goal involvement, nothing separating the three. However, if you are tight for money, Dogie's a great pick as well. Estupin and Saka and Rashford are the top three most sold players this week. Estupin and out for around a month, and Saka's a doubt for the City game. 
lot of injuries among the most transferred out this week. Botman, Chilwell and Eze also out for a while. Another great graphic from FPL Radar here, which measures player contributions mapped against the team's attacking potency. So the top right quadrant is players that are from a team with a good attack and they're also chipping in with good contributions. Watkins, Haaland and Salah are the only three in there. Bottom right is decent contributions, which are also good players to own. We've got Bowen, Saka, Alvarez, Son, Madison, Ward-Prowse, Odegaard, Diaby, Matoma and Gordon. These are all good players to be targeting as well. Something that's perhaps been overlooked by many wildcarders is the lack of plan to get Arsenal assets back in, who do have a very good run of fixtures long term from Game Week 10, starting with Sheffield United home. Saka and Erdegaard are going to be two great picks from then, so make sure you've got a loose plan to get them back. So looking at chip usage, now just 41% have got their first wildcard remaining, with a third pressing the button this week, triple captain the only completely unused chip, with a few free hits and bench boosts experimented with. We've got a wildcard from a really top manager to share. Dan Wright's got his wildcard active this week and he's on a streak of three top 10Ks in a row, with further finishes before that of 7K and 11K. He's kindly sent his wildcard in to us, which is as follows. Ariela and Turner in goal. In defence, Cash, Lamptey, Gabriel, Trippier, Odogi. In the midfield is Salah, Madison, Son, Bowen and Neto. And up top he's got Archer, Alvarez and Haaland. Here's what he had to say. I started the season strongly, my overall rank was 16k after game week 3, but after a run of 4 consecutive red arrows I felt I needed to play my wildcard to arrest the slide. I was also conscious that price changes in the upcoming weeks would price me out of certain players by game week 10, which is when I originally planned to wildcard. My decision to wildcard in game week 8 seems to have worked out well so far in light of potential injuries to Botman, Estupinan, Saka, all of whom I earned prior to pulling the trigger. In goal I've gone with the budget pairing of Ariola and Turner. In an ideal world, I'd like one of Sam Johnston or Raya for Arsenal's run of favourable fixtures from game week 10 onwards, but I don't feel it's worth the sacrifice elsewhere, particularly when I can get Gabriel as my Arsenal defensive coverage for 0.1 mil less. Elsewhere in defence, Cash, Trippier and Adogi are all locks. I believe Trippier in particular is worth the additional investment while Newcastle have good fixtures. Lamptey's a budget neighbour, but probably a transfer and a price drop waiting to happen if it's stooping its back by the time Brighton's fixtures turn. I'll probably switch him to one of Bayer or Taylor if we get further assurances from De Zerbi regarding the extent of Estupinan's injury. I already own Son and Madison, and providing they stay fit, they won't be leaving my midfield with the fixtures against Luton, Fulham and Crystal Palace in the next three game weeks. I had considered going with Richarlison over Madison in order to free up funds, but I don't feel there's enough saving to justify the downgrade. Salah and Bowen are also locks in my team with their upcoming fixture run. Neto's a budget enabler, and he's got reasonable short-term fixtures. He and Madison will probably make way for Matoma and Saka respectively around game week 10 with Trippier serving as the cash cow. Up front, I'm not willing to part with Haaland despite Man City's upcoming tricky run of fixtures. The same is true of Alvarez who, statistically at least, looks the better option than Ollie Watkins despite the latter's route of Brighton in game week 7. The Alvarez and Watkins decision is likely to come down to the wire though, with attacking coverage from Villa the only obvious gap in my current wildcard team. Given his price, I also have no issues keeping Archer in my wildcard, particularly if he continues to start for Sheffield United. However, I do prefer Lyle Foster to Archer if I'm able to free up 0.5 mil elsewhere. Thanks very much for sending in, Dan. Great to get the insight of a top manager. That brings us to experts' captaincy this week. It's the four names mentioned earlier in the video. Son with 65% captaincy, Salah 18%, Haaland 16% and Madison 2%. It's going to be a rewarding week if you get it right with captaincy looking so diluted this week. 
If we look at the projected goals by fixture this week, Tottenham do lead with 2.2, followed by Liverpool with 1.95, Man City projected 1.43. So that tallies up with what we're seeing here. Luton given an 11% chance of a clean sheet, which is why Dan and many others are on triple Tottenham on the wildcard. FPR Review's projections got Salah, Son and Madison neck and neck this week. Son's predicted minutes reduced from 88 to 75 here, which might be more accurate given the ongoing injuries managing through. That said, Spurs have got Solomon, Perisic and Johnson all out, so will Son come off early, and if so, who for? Brighton are going to be without a stooping and down Salah's side. His defensive numbers aren't as poor as he's made out to be as a defender. Will that be something Salah can expose? Brighton lined up with Lamptey and left-back in Europa League, and he did play the full 90. Son actually has the lowest XGR of the four if we compare them all. However, he is second for non-penalty expected goals. And let's not forget, he played four games in striker, the three before that as a left winger. Richarlison did start last game week, and Postacoglu reversed their roles from earlier game weeks. We saw Richarlison left wing and Son in striker. Let us know your captain down below in the comments and why you're captaining them. Onto the experts team for game week 8, and it's not easy to project how the team's going to look this week given the huge number of wildcards active. It's Ariola in goal, so Pickford's finally left the team. In defence, it's Byrne, Cash and Udogi, Salah vice captain, Son captain, Diaby, Madison and Bumo in midfield, up top Haaland and Alvarez. On the bench it's Turner, Botman, Archer and Kabore. If Diaby is ruled out of game week 8, then he'll certainly leave the team with the amount of wildcards active, perhaps in favour of Bowen or War Prowse. Trippier's ownership is climbing, but we're keeping the experts team within budget, so he misses out. He's a difficult one on the wildcard. If you keep Haaland and you want to own Salah, Son, Madison and Watkins, it's basically impossible to also own Trippier without hurting the team balance. As we saw in Dan's wildcard, by going for Alvarez he was able to have them all. In the final Team Thoughts video we discussed going no Haaland, which is the easiest way to have them all. That was an in-depth discussion, so give that a watch after. That video will be on screen at the end. Watkins was picked up by 33% this week, but not nearly enough to displace Alvarez, who's 97% owned last week by the experts. As always, we asked the experts to send in their tips and insight for the game week. Here's what they had to say this week. FPL Charminator says, For managers already wildcarded, it's important to keep pace with the game week 8 and game week 10 wildcard teams. The gains you make can be invested with a hit or two. For example, this week most wildcards are going to have double Spurs attacks, so get them for the next two, even for a hit. A man pals cold on the wildcard this week. He says, I don't understand the wildcard hype this week. Unless you've got one of those unfortunate teams with six or seven flags, it makes no sense to me to do it this week using the logic that it'd be similar to your hypothetical Gaming 10 wildcard. The Gaming 7 wildcard template looks nothing like the Gaming 8 template, and what will be the template in Gaming 10 will look nothing like the one this week. FPL Berg says, with Spurs, Villa and West Ham players looking really attractive for the upcoming games, I felt now was a good time to use the wildcard. I plan to leave my goalkeepers, defenders and attackers untouched for a while. The likes of Trippier, Porro, Cash and Watkins should serve me well there. And I've eyed up a midfielder transfer to respond to the fixture swings in the coming weeks, with Son, Palmer, a one-week pun, and perhaps Madison set to be replaced by the likes of Son, Gordon and Matoma when the time is right. I'm usually reluctant to fall into the trap of chasing last week's points, but I think wildcarding now to bring in the players in both form and fixtures is a positive, aggressive way of building on a decent start to the season. Morton Gamps Edison says, Changing 14 players in the wildcard and it feels great, only Haaland remaining. Going for a punt on Darwin and Holland, and the other nine are pretty template. Remember, getting players just ahead of an upswing is one of the most important parts of FPL. Q two points each. Royal Blue FPL says, I've seen some of the community toying with the idea of a Haalandless wildcard. 
He's over 90% owned, and when, not if, he explodes, non-owners' ranks will take a serious hit. There are so many good options to choose from, so play it safe with Haaland and look for differentials in one of the other 14 slots in your squad. FPL Spaceman disagrees, and he's sold Haaland and Eze for Salah and Watkins this week. He says, I ain't afraid of no Haaland. And lastly, Marco says, my team's got more flags than the United Nations meeting. Thanks for watching. If you appreciate the time that goes into these videos, hit subscribe and like the video. Behind the scenes, the expert series in particular is a massive effort, so your support's appreciated. We'll be live for the deadline tomorrow. See you then. Sports Social Podcast Network.